Welcome to She Dares to Dream podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Oleksova, multi-passionate entrepreneur, website expert, brand strategist, educator, founder, and creative director of Feel Good Websites. And my intention is to empower you to create anything your soul desires. Whether you want to find your life's purpose, leave your 9-to-5 job, or turn your unique talent into a thriving business, this is the place to dream big. Through a series of intimate conversations, I'm sharing inspiring stories of incredible women who had the courage to follow their dreams, building meaningful lives and successful businesses. I believe that their personal stories can not only touch your heart and soul, they can move and motivate you to take an inspired action and unleash your own potential. So get ready to live your dreams, no matter how big or small. Today, I'm sitting down with Julie Campbell, an entrepreneur, designer, product developer, mother, gardener, and creator of beautiful spaces that make people feel good. After 25 years of experience as a key player in the international home decor market, Julie has returned to her roots and founded Pasted Paper, the most simple, elegant way to wallpaper your home and transform your visions into reality, using pre-pasted, high-quality paper sheets that make it easy and fun to add a designer look to your walls. Julie has partnered with the likes of the Victoria and Albert Museum in London to make timeless, breathtaking patterns a modern wallpaper reality and design products that have catered to many different kinds of homemaker over the years. Reinventing herself and her career at the age of 58, Julie is a perfect example that it's never too late to follow your passions and dreams. So get ready for some sage advice on how to get through creative blocks, embrace changes and what it means to live a simple, feel-good life. Welcome, Julie. I'm so happy you could join me here today. Oh, thank you so much, Michaela. I'm very excited. Yeah, there's so much to talk about. I'm so inspired by what you're doing. But before we dive in, I always like to start the interview by asking my guests, how would you describe yourself in three words? So if you can tell me who is Julie as a woman and an entrepreneur? Hmm. So I would say as a woman, a nurturer is right at the top of the list. So many of my decisions have been around being a mom and making other people happy. Uh, so nurturer is pretty much top of that list. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and then I would say creative and, um, and then innovative. Mm, wonderful. Um, Wonderful. That's three words. I'm sure we're going to elaborate a bit more as we as we move through this interview. But um, I'm always curious to kind of learn uh, a bit more kind of behind the scene, uh, your story. So if you can take me down the memory lane and share a bit of your background story and how did your journey unfold? Yes, um, it's a it's an interesting one. And even when I was, you know, very young, I was always an entrepreneurial spirit. So, you know, I was 
painting signs for the local stores when I was 12. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've always loved, you know, that sort of thing. I always knew I wanted to be a graphic designer so I could work at home with the family. And I didn't even know what graphic design was Mm. really. Uh, It was either that or an architect. And um, anyways, I went down the uh, graphic design path and right out of college, I started my own agency and uh, uh, in Vermont Mm -hmm. and had a lot of wonderful, wonderful clients and learned a lot about mail order and uh, specialty foods and architecture. Mm. Um, I did a lot of architectural catalogs. And when I had my second baby, I really wanted to stay at home um, because my agency had employees. And uh, as soon as I went home with my kids, I kept just key clients. And I started really inventing products that were home deck based and paper based. And um, yeah, so I started inventing these products. One was was wonderful uh, and I sold it to a large corporation and was there for 18 years. And, and now, um, which was wonderful, I was able to uh, be a general manager of an international company. Uh, and they treated me, they let me run it as an entrepreneur. Of course, I had to deal with the corporate structure, but I always had a great um, group of people to work with. And um, and then every, you know, after 18 years, that kind of uh, fizzled. Everything changed in, in the industry I was in. And I knew an awful lot about wallpaper and home deck and crafting, which is kind of where my heart was at. And then, you know, I, uh, I thought of pasted paper, this new journey I'm on. And um, I feel like I've just kind of found myself mm. <laughs> with it. Mm. Really, really excited. It's a culmination of, I feel like, 30 years of family, art, business, you know, travel, all of it. Mm. Um, so that's that's my journey, and mm. here I am. Mm. So it feels like you you finally arrived home. <laughs> I did. I did. I'm very very settled in in that yeah. that part of my life. Yeah. Of uh, yeah. So we go- I love what I do. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna. I'm gonna ask you a bit more about pasted paper in just a little bit. But is it safe to say that it was at the age of twelve, and you just as you just said when. Uh, you that was the specific moment when you had that inner calling that creative kind of uh, source and you realize there is something bigger waiting for you and um or you always knew you wanted to be a designer and just didn't know when and how that's gonna happen yeah i mean those are perfect words something was waiting for me Mm. i always felt that you know even when i was in high school i I wanted to be 40. (laughs) you know i I knew i knew that there was something really cool that's gonna happen i just didn't quite know what it was gonna be Mm. um yeah and i was always um uh you know again very um you know, on my own, I, I, if, you know, like, like these signs I brought up, if, if something went wrong, I knew it was me that had to fix it and, and make it right and make the customer happy. And, um, yeah, I was always very, very comfortable being an entrepreneur and, um, 
and a creative spirit yeah. and a business owner too. Yeah. 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 And as you navigated through your life and career, um, we always look up to other people for ideas and inspiration. So is there anyone who initially inspired and motivated you or even contributed to your career and success as we know it now? Yeah, um, I, I will say my my dad uh, was a big part of it. He is actually a veterinarian, mm. but he's a, he's an inventor as well. He was always super curious. Um, and my brother is a sculptor. And um, we were always just talking about innovative things and how to how do you make that? We would always like research materials. So we were all always super inquisitive. Um, so that was a big, a big part of me always just wanting to figure, I would, I would collect papers and fabrics and plants and, mm. <laughs> and draw them and make things with them. Um, and then I, of course I went to college for graphic design and I, then I was introduced to William Morris and I would say he was pretty pivotal for me, um, in changing because he was not only, you know, this incredible uh, wallpaper designer, textile designer, but he was a poet, a writer, a friend. Um, he dyed his own fabrics. He just felt so close to home for me. Um, so he, he really did inspire me and, and that it stays with me today, quite honestly. Then obviously, as you mentioned, you decided to launch Pasted Paper, which is a company that sells the most beautiful and elegant designer wallpapers. But I know they're not just like any other ordinary wallpapers on the market. So would you mind telling me what is Pasted Paper all about and what can people expect when they come across your brand? Um, so pasted paper is, it's so unique that it, it's a wallpaper that is sold in sheets. Mm. So I, I almost didn't want to call it wallpaper yeah. <laughs> in the beginning because of the, the stigma of wallpaper is, is not so great. Um, and, but I have to say, uh, once I really learned more about you know, SEO, you know, search engine optimization and, yeah. and marketing online, I really needed to call it wallpaper. Yeah. So um, it was a real struggle <laughs> to like, oh, do I do I still call it wallpaper? So so what's really different is it's sold in sheets and it's organic um, and it is incredibly easy to use. Uh, so I, I worked for years with other large wallpaper companies, and I actually happened to know the owners of a couple of them. Um, and, and, you know, they were these huge printers and really uh, super expensive ways of, of uh, manufacturing them. And of course, wallpaper really kind of took a, a nosedive um, because everyone's like, oh, I don't want to take it down. It's too hard to put up. Mm. Um but again, that's the kind of innovative part of me and the problem, problem solving yeah. part of me went like, okay, so what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with wallpaper? And why not figure out a new way to manufacture it so that it's not in rolls? 
so that it is super easy to put up and um and of course taking down is the big the big nightmare um so this is a i work directly with my paper mill uh here in the u.s and um it really does just come off the whole sheet so uh it's just a really simple beautiful new product that's high quality um, and, and once I figured out how to do it, um, then I knew I had something, you know, as, as somebody who's developed a bunch of products in the past, you kind of have a moment when you know, okay, this not only is a cool idea, but I really can make it and it is profitable. And, uh, and so I, I knew I had a real winner. I was super excited about it. Uh, and then I went out to the Victoria and Albert Museum and said, well, you know, what the heck? Let me show it mm. to the big guns. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I was lucky enough that they they entertained me. Mm-hmm. I went out and they noticed right away that it was, again, just just there's nothing like it. It was yeah. really innovative. And I was using a lot of antique art. I'm an illustrator myself, but I didn't want it to be my hand. I didn't want it to be trendy. I wanted it to be timeless, um, and uh, and the Victorian Albert. I mean, they just loved it, and uh, so now I'm collaborating with them, and uh, which is a pretty unbelievable experience. Very special, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really wonderful. Who doesn't want yeah. to have a collaboration with VNA? <laughs> You're right. Yeah, and they believe in me too. That's yeah. like um, that's huge. Yeah. and they're in, it's they're really uh, great to work with. Mm. Um, they're they're uh, they're they're so knowledgeable, mm. um, and it's quite intimidating because you have access to their entire archives. Wow. Yeah, so it's like, where do you start? So obviously, I started with William Morris and some real kind of, you know, people that I could really connect with uh, from the history yeah. of design. Yeah, yeah, that was great. That's yeah, pretty special. I think like uh, often like when we are starting something new, like you know, we are dreaming up our businesses and collaborations like when something like this comes across i think your it really helps your confidence level and really believing in yourself doesn't it like a lot of women especially i think we are kind of struggling with that self-doubt and self-belief and uh kind of often need someone else's approval rather than kind of trusting our inner intuition oh that is so true um you know, again, back with you know, my my past history, I've been at board meetings. I, you know, being the creative person and the business person, um, whether I was doing an annual report for a bank or uh, really with the company I was working for, you know, in hindsight, it was really, um, really sad. <laughs> I I really had to navigate being the only woman in the room oftentimes and young and and you 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 felt like you had to have a number of answers in your back pocket because you were talking to someone who wasn't going to be in your same you know wheelhouse and you had to get your idea across if it was innovative um and i i really have to say i chalk that up to being a woman and and you know i had to work so much harder Mm to overcome, um, overcome is probably the wrong word, but to, uh, keep my confidence level up. Um, cause 
when women, creative women in particular, um, when you have an idea and your enthusiasm is so genuine, when you start getting squashed, that filters right through to your product or your service. And it's, it's really a shame when you're, you're in, many other people have to help you make decisions and they're not connecting to your product. Mm. So I think it's, 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 um, again, you know, what you're doing is, is fabulous. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's helping all these women know they're not alone. Yeah. And, and we all do have days where we just don't have the confidence mm. Uh, and and we have to 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 lift ourselves up so much more. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I really do believe it's changing. Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I think you know, like listening to the stories of successful entrepreneurs like yourself, you realize it's just not going to happen overnight. Like uh, you know, this day and age, like everyone is thinking it's going to be like instant success or overnight success, <laughs> or there's some kind of magic pill formula. But you know, a lot of people don't realize that there is just years and years of kind of trying testing and listening to no more often than listening to or hearing oh. yes right <laughs> I, I say that it's like 40 no's to one yes yeah especially when you have a product that isn't out there because mm. yeah. then you're nobody gets it so not only are you trying to get yourself yeah. and your product out there but you need to educate them as well absolutely i totally agree. yeah yeah and and as far as working hard i mean that is a real um you know that's a great subject to talk about especially with um people trying to start something new this is my fourth time around doing something new and i'm i'm 58 you know <laughs> i'm starting over again yes do um, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and 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 it truly is starting over. I I have to be really honest and say that when I started pasted paper, I knew the drill, you know? I knew you how you had it had to be fulfilled. I knew how you had to get into the mass market stores. I knew how it had to be manufactured, how the But when you're starting out, you you just have to put all of your focus into the product and you can't get a fulfillment house until you your product is successful enough. Hmm. And and so I really it was a it was a real great lesson. It's like, okay, well you know, you have to be back at that kind of fearless stage, not really knowing what all the next directions and steps are. And you, you, it will grow much more organically and naturally. And um, so that was a great lesson in the very beginning with this one. Yeah. And you already uh, mentioned that um, your product, the, the wallpaper sheets, they are using organic material. So, um, and also, you know, the way you produce it and you source it is very sustainable and ethical way. So why is it so important to you to bring simplicity and sustainability and all these uh, kind of organic materials into your designs and do things perhaps a bit differently? Right. Um, well, you know, I did sell some products into Europe uh, in the past and, um, you know, they are doing things right there. They're really changing. The packaging has to be recyclable or biodegradable. And, and I knew that was coming to the U.S. Um, as I feel it really should be. Um, and, um, 
And I also had worked with a lot of vinyls and self-adhesives that have a lot of petroleum products in it. And, um, you know, I just made the decision to follow my instincts and do what I love. Mm. Um, I know that a self-adhesive vinyl product will sell more. Mm. I know it will because the Americans want things quick and easy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so what I did, again, this was, you know, this is interesting. I haven't really thought of this before, but so thank you for asking the question. But, you know, the organic thing, um, you know, I just knew it was the right thing to do. And um, but I also knew that people would want it to be very easy. So I did. I made it easy. There's a paste on the back that you just, it's already on the back of the paper. So you just dip it in either a sink with water or a trough, wait 10 seconds and the the paste on the back gets gooey Mm -hmm. and then you put it up. So it is nearly as simple as the self-adhesive, but it is paper Mm. and paste. Mm. Yeah. And it it seems like a lot of fun, like kind of connecting uh, with your inner child again, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah, it it is. It is. It's back to you. Very, very. That's very true. Um, Getting all the, you know, drawing the flowers in the garden and and making, you know, yeah, it's it's the same sort of thing when I create a repeat pattern. Mm. Um, You know, there's a great, you know, that saying everyone's, you know, they're inspired by nature. And, you know, I really feel that the case with me is more that nature is a necessity. Yeah. And and it it even was when I was a kid, you know, my parents let me have a little, little section of the garden and, oh, did I connect with that? Mm -hmm. And, you know, to this day, I'm, you know, an avid gardener and, um, you know, all, all of, all of that beauty, if you can bring it into other people's homes, they're going to feel fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. so that was a, another real goal of pasted paper. Yeah. So speaking of inspiration and creativity, and you already just talked about how your collection is all about beautiful flora patterns and botanical designs, including this very special collaboration with Victoria and Albert Museum. So where do you go for inspiration? Is it the the gardens or... Tell me the nature, the woods. Is it where where you live? Are you surrounded by beautiful nature? Yes, I am. I am. I have my home in Vermont. Mm-hmm. I designed and built my home, and there's a great garden here. But I will say that my partner in, at the moment is in Brooklyn, so I uh, have my foot planted in both worlds. So my inspiration really does come from, you know, my garden and, and I live on a dirt road. Um, before we chatted, I went for a walk, you know, on our dirt mm. road. It was beautiful. But when I'm in Brooklyn, um, the culture and the creativity and the inspiration, the intellectual inspiration So I think that, and I've been doing that for years and years, so I I really believe that the balance of both of those is what truly has driven me. And, um, and, you know, that is really where pasted paper has come from. You know, I, the other inspiration when I'm in the city is, uh, is museums. Um, um, 
when you live in New York and you're a member of the Metropolitan Museum, you're lucky enough to be able to just kind of take the bus or the train and go there and spend an hour. Mm. And to just, you know, I'll walk this hall today and I don't won't get oversaturated, but I want to see what patterns were made in metals or <laughs> so it's very, very, very lucky to have both, both yeah I, I, I yeah. feel equally you know privileged to live in southwest London so it's so, like half an hour on the train to center London and to all the culture oh. museum obviously when it's open and at the same time I've got the river behind my house you know one of the biggest parks with Hampton Court Palace just at my doorstep so I feel equally lucky <laughs> yeah and yeah. yeah it's the best of both and um, when you mentioned the museums when you started working Working on your um, V&A um, collection, did you actually have a chance to come to London and uh, kind of rummage through their archive physically, or was it all digital experience? Um, well, here's where COVID comes in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I did. I went out to the Victoria and Albert Museum um, and met with them, sh- showed them the concept, and of course spent you know, every time I'm in London, which is, you know, was about once a year, I would try and make it there. Um, And then when we kind of figured out what we were doing, um, it it takes a long time to uh, figure out what I wanted to make. And I would do a kind of a large presentation for myself uh, first, and then to the team at the V&A. And then we would decide you know, what I would be doing, uh, you know, what kind of artwork would I, would it be mosaics, be mosaics from the Middle East? Would it be, mm-hmm. you know, more mm-hmm. traditional? Um, and then we finally kind of landed on some things uh, and, and COVID hit. And yeah. I, I actually had a ticket to go out there. Um, I had so many things happening the beginning of last year. And um everything changed. So no, I did not go back into the archives. Um, but they, they have specialists that are very intimate and unbelievably knowledgeable of what is in their archives. So you could say, oh, I would like a citrus theme and, and there's an abundance yeah. of, of citrus. Of, of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But COVID really, um, you know, I'm also developing a new designer line. Mm-hmm. working with with current artists um and uh and again covid has just kind of made these challenges uh, yeah. for us and everything has to be done um you know zoom and digital and yeah. Uh, um yeah so it's changed everything for sure yeah yeah, yeah. i i think I think during the COVID, that was one of my questions. How did you navigate through the COVID lockdown and how did COVID impact your life and our business? Because it's uh, still happening around the world. I mean, we are really lucky here in the UK with nearly half population, you know, vaccinated that we can't kind of coming um, on the other side. But I think, you know, talking about the nature I think connection to the nature has been so important over the last Mm. 12 months, providing an escape or solace for so many of us. And um, 
with so many beautiful colors, shapes and organic form out in the nature and you kind of um, drawing an inspiration from nature around you. Is it even possible for you to ever run out of ideas? And how no. do you get? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I actually have a fear of not living long enough. You know? I know, I know. <laughs> And, you know, this, like, you know, I just mentioned the designer line. Um, I'm also having a crowdfunding campaign right. uh, that's going to actually launch tomorrow. Um, and the, the first thing I want to spend the funds on is health so that I can get more of these ideas out. <laughs> you know, there's just so many, so many things to do. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, and, and it's funny, had said that, you know, COVID bringing bringing, I just did a post actually bringing the, you know, the nature in, um, they really, it, it wasn't the reason for me choosing the designs. Um, but after COVID hit a couple of things were, you know, really, um, you know, it, it, there was a, another awareness of the product. And one was, it really does bring the, 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 the outside in. They're, they're really beautiful, organic uh, patterns. Um, and the other is, is they're so easy to use that you don't have to have somebody come in yeah, um, and do it. And, and the other very funny one was the word Zoom wasn't even around when I thought of paste of paper, but these are great Zoom backgrounds. <laughs> so <laughs> I love that. <laughs> So it's, it's all about, so I would say, you know, uh, if I were to ever have to put one word with COVID, it would be pivot. Yeah. Um, and it, not just my business, yeah. just my life, my family, uh, everything, everybody pivoted uh, on this. Um, you know, like I said, I was just about to uh, go back out to London. I was just about to go to two trade shows. I, I understand the, the wholesale world. That's what I do. I create products and I sell them into the wholesale world or mass market. And pasted paper, I just kind of had a choice. I did not want to go into the mass market, but I really wanted to be more in tune to brick and mortar stores and online stores. But, you know, going to trade shows is how you get your product out. Yeah. Well, they were all canceled. Mm. So I would say one of the biggest kind of aha or wow moments that I've had um, in years, it was even, even because pasted paper, the thought of pasted paper was very gradual. I was, I've been trying to solve this. How do people wallpaper? How do I reinvent wallpapering um, for years? But when COVID hit and those trade shows were canceled and I had invested so much of my energy, my time, my money into this cool new product, <laughs> I had inventory, I was ready to, I had to say, all right, well, what am I going to do now? Mm -hmm. I can't just drop it. And I certainly can't go out and get another job because that, there was no future there. It was really scary. Mm. It was, it was, it was, and, and the, the most wonderful moment, I'll never forget it. I was, where I was, what I was doing, I said, well, you're just going to be selling direct to your consumer. Not only is that something you've always wanted to do, but now you have to do it. Yeah. And uh, so that's where kind of back to what you said, people think there are instant successes 
Um, and even when you have like a home run product, it's three years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just takes time. Yeah. Um, and now with this one, and you have to stick with it, you, you know, that's where everyone needs to corral together. Everybody out there listening, get a mentor, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you have those sticky moments, yeah. you know, have someone that you can talk to. Um, but with, with, when this whole thing happened with COVID and I decided I, I not only needed, but really wanted to sell direct to the, my consumer, there was so much I had to learn that I didn't know. There was so much, you know, Shopify. Yeah. <laughs> I had to learn how to make, do that. I, I actually started out with Squarespace and then learned that Shopify was better. I had to learn how to in integrate QuickBooks. I had to learn how, I mean, there was just, I had to learn what SEO was mm -hmm. and, and that is ever changing. Social media is, you know, um, it just, it changes daily. So, so that was a really kind of scary, but exciting part of, of the pivot. Yeah. Um, and boy, am I glad I did it. Yeah. yeah. And it's not only pivoting, but also reinventing yourself, isn't it? Because yes. it's suddenly like new world we live in. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't think I was reinventing myself yeah. until I heard that word more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, by golly, that's what I'm doing. You yeah. know, I am really, truly reinventing myself. Yeah. And um, and Yeah. It, it was a, it was a, and it's nice that, that, you know, there are so many other women who are in, in the same spot, whether they're creating product or a service or, um, anything it's, it's, uh, you are, everyone's out there reinventing themselves right now. I really feel that. Yeah. It's, it's amazing because I'm, you know, so I so believe in like when when you really feel there's something bigger than you and it needs to get out there whether it's just your side hustle or it's a passion that you want to kind of pursue full time uh, you just need to I always say better go for it and fail rather than regret it <laughs> right and, yes absolutely uh, but you know often big decisions like this more more often than not come with the fear of unknown and i want to know are you the type of person who jumps the head first and then learns how to swim trying to figure everything out as you go along and um or you quite the opposite you need to analyze everything perform your due diligence land the subject matter and have a safety net i guess you know with the COVID, we had to all jump in right <laughs> right we all jumped in we all jumped in yeah I, but but traditionally um the answer to that I, I think there's a real balance of both you know i i uh i'm pretty i would i wouldn't i wouldn't say fearless but i um I know how to gamble my emotions with a leap, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm really good with that, but I'm also practical. Like, you know, I, I kind of say, Oh, I haven't, you know, had of a, had a failure in my product development ever. Uh, and that's because I will, I've had probably 42 other products that I didn't develop because I would get excited. I would research it. I would figure out if it was viable, you know, and then I would, have to know when to just let that go. Right. So that's where the practical side is, you know, dive right in, do the work, um, and have a goal, 
you know, what is it? Do I need to make money or do I need to, um, I just want to see this happen. I need to write this book. Uh, so you have goals, but you got to be malleable. Mm. <laughs> you have to be able to, uh, you know, to, to swivel and move around. Um, uh, especially if it's a creative process, because there's so many unknowns that just kind of come at you. Um, you're either problem solving or a solution comes to you that you didn't even know the problem was there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if you agree, but I find for lots of women, age is one of the biggest limiting beliefs in pursuing their dreams. They feel they're either too young, they don't know enough, or they are too old to start something new. So you took the big leap. And like you said, you pivoted in your career at the age of 58. So I'm curious, how did you go about and embrace such a big change in your life? Um... But a lot of it was a necessity. You know, I knew I needed to uh, kind of support myself, put kids through college and all that. And I, I needed to kind of do something new. And I really looked at, oh, do I want to work for other people? But I'm just so such an entrepreneur. I needed to do something. And I was like, well, you know, I, I am not, I'm not a spring chicken, but I got a lot left in me. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, there was a really fascinating book I read by Molly Peacock, um, and it was about an artist. Her name was Mary Delaney, and she uh, was one of the first uh, people to really document um, botanical illustrations with cut paper. And to this day, they're in the archives in London. Uh, I forget which museum it is, but and I believe she was in the 1800s or maybe late 1700s. And but what was so fascinating about the book is she did this at 72. You know, so not only was it a topic that I absolutely loved and visuals that I've always just sought after, they're just so beautiful. But this woman, you know, she had a life that was, you know, ups and downs. And she had this idea and she did it she stuck to it yeah. and it, it's a very tedious work. And, um, so that I, I really have this, it gave me so much inspiration. I actually reached out to the author to thank her. <laughs> I did. <laughs> that was really sweet. And I met her. I ended up meeting her. Wow. She came. To, yeah. It was really nice. <laughs> wow. So do, do you think as a, as a creative, you find it easier to look for new opportunities and ideas behind all the challenges and obstacles that life throws at you? Yeah, well, that's, that's, yes. I mean, there, there's, um, there are, are many answers to every question, right? If, if, or a problem. Um, and there's so many new things happening that you're just always, always learning and always jumping um, and always researching. Um, yeah, again, I mean, podcasting is a great example. I mean, you guys weren't even around recently and, and what a great new medium. Um, and that is somebody reinventing themselves or, 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 or jumping onto this new what's needed. Um, so I hope that answered your question, you know, but there's always new things. (laughs) There's always new things, especially now. Yeah. So tell me um, 
Obviously, we were talking about some of the hurdles and obstacles during the last 12 months and kind of uh, dealing with the COVID, reinventing ourselves. Um, when you feel down, uninspired, when you feel stuck, do you have any rituals uh, to help you stay focused, motivated and empowered in uncertain times like these? Um, I personally need to just stop and then be just be still. Um, you know, I've been doing this quite a long time and I have to say I'm very lucky my creative spurts will go for for years, but then you do, you have these kind of blocks. Um, or you could be in the middle of a project and you wake up one day and there's nothing there. Mm. <laughs> and that's it's very scary. Uh, or it used to be very scary. Right now what I do, I just kind of sit tight and know that, you know, this is this is going to pass. And I'll go cook a great meal or make bread and or go through all of my wonderful books and and but but quiet and still. And I and I don't um, um, I don't fret over it as much. Yeah. And it seems to go faster. It yeah. kind of, and then everything kind of comes back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, those are going to happen. They're just going to happen with everybody. Um, and, and you don't know where that creative thing comes at you. You know, it, it's a great question. Is, is that idea, did I do that? Or did that come to me? Like, wh- where did that come from? It's a very spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. And when it isn't there, you kind of say, well, what did I do wrong? Why is this not here now? But you don't even know where it has uh, kind of come to you in the first place. So that's where I say, I just kind of be quiet and I calm down and I let it come back to me. Do you meditate? I do. Yeah. I do. Um, Every morning, you know, that's my, my ritual in the morning is I, it's pretty sacred too. I feel like I wake up and, um, I could have a house full of family and people. I could be absolutely alone. I could be, you know, uh, but I wake up, I have my coffee. I do love my coffee in the morning. (laughs) I make half decaf so I can have two or three cups. (laughs) And I sit, I just sit. And, um, you know, whether I'm in Brooklyn, I I, I look out the window, I'm, I'm quiet. Sometimes I'll, I'll work through a problem in my head, but I try to save those until after I've had that real quiet time. Yeah. Yeah. I need that every morning. I do. Yeah. It kind of grounds me. Yeah. It does. I I totally agree. Like when, when you said like when your mind is busy and too preoccupied with stuff, we can't, we can't even hear ourselves are, you know, like the wisdom of our heart. And I think that's where the creativity comes from. So it's so important to pause, to find that stillness and to create space for the new ideas to come through, right? Mm-hmm. It, it does. Yeah, I agree 100%. So now, as you know, this podcast is called She Dares to Dream. So I want to know, um, when you look over, you know, the last few years or your career uh, whichever what was your pinch me moment that big win that dream come true so far so that's kind of looking back and then I want to know what are your plans goals or dreams for your business or yourself personally into the future 
Right. So the past, I have to say there were a number of those moments. Um, you know, everyone knows when they've come to you, you know, you're like, oh, wow, that's it. <laughs> that's my, 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 that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And uh, some of them have been, one in particular was just some simple as going out in the woods at night in moonlight and listening to the water. Mm. I know that sounds so corny, <laughs> but it is, it, it just, it was like, there was such a calm and peace with that. It just made you almost feel invincible, you know, like anything I can kind of do anything. It was, it was a real confidence booster. Um, I'm not quite sure why that was such a big moment for me. Um, but then of course, you know, there are, um, you know, a, another really aha moment. It, it took years to get there, but I had a new product and I had given it to my sister-in-law <laughs> and I just said, and she wasn't a very creative person. Um, and you know, my mantra and everything I do is, is simple and feel good. And I just care very much that it's a simple product and it has to make somebody feel good. And so the aha moments are when people like my sister-in-law would use this very simple thing and use it and just call me just, just so full of joy and say, look what I did. <laughs> and, you know, she didn't do a whole lot, but she had the confidence to take this thing and embellish something with it and, and call it her own. Yeah. And so that's happened to me uh, quite a few times. And, and that is what, what really drives me. Um, and that is going to answer the next question is where do I, I want to be? Um, you know, I just, I just love these products I'm making. Um, my kids are grown and have flown the coop and, um, you know, maybe someday I'll have grandchildren. Um, but right now that nurturing is, is just totally fulfills me. And it's going through the, to this product and to some others that I have coming, uh, that are equally as uh, innovative and cool and pretty and easy to use. So, so that's really my, at 58, I would love to spend the next 10 or 15 years just making these beautiful things and putting them in the hands and, 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 and ultimately they're changing other people's lives, which really that does it for me. Yeah. That's great. I'm sure they will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so one of the things I also ask all my guests is whether you have a favorite mantra or affirmation you live by and why. You already kind of mentioned the, the mantra, but do you have uh, anything else that you'd like to share? Um, well, you know, the, that mantra is, um, you know, you could talk hours about it, right? So to get to simple, it, you know, you can even put that into any um, it's not just product development. It could be how you deal with a problem. I mean, everything is so complicated. Yeah. <laughs> so when you strip it down to a real simple, um, a, a simple thing to use, that takes a lot of, of energy. Um, but once you've gotten there, it's just seamless and it's, it's peaceful too. You know, it's a very easy thing to use. And then, then the feel good is, um, is 
you know, that, you know, the same thing, you know, cooking a meal, um, it's, it's just, just going to make people feel fantastic. And, and I really, everything I do, I think of those words, <laughs> you know, is it, is it simple? And is it going to make other people feel good? Yeah. Um, Thank you. That drives me too. Yeah. yeah. Thank, you. Thank you for sharing. And uh, finally, I would like to know where people can connect with you, where they can find you on the internet. Uh, so if uh, you would like to share the website and maybe social media platforms where people can find you. Yes, it's pastedpaper.com. It's pretty easy. Everything's there. The website's really easy to use. Um, and we are mainly on Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, that is pasted uh, lower hyphen paper. And we're on Pinterest and Facebook and all of that. But we find that a lot of our viewers are, are on Instagram right now. Yeah. And there's so many amazing photos and inspirations. And um, so I would like to thank you for sharing um, this time with me and my listeners. I can't believe we were talking for 45 minutes. And, oh, my uh, Lord. That was that went by fast. That went You're really great. fast. Thank I, you. <laughs> I would, uh, if I could, I could just kind of uh, keep talking. And um, I'm sure that's going to happen maybe at one point again. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Julie. It's been such a pleasure listening to your story and uh, learning more about pasted paper. So thank you again. Oh, thank you, Michaela. I really appreciate it. I'm glad we found each other. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of She Dares to Dream podcast. If you loved it as much as I did, make sure to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode on the first of each month. Then head over to the show notes for all the links and information on my guest. You can check it out at michaelaoleksova.com forward slash podcast. And while you're there, don't forget to download my free manifestation guide that shows you how to create a business and life of your dreams. I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have an awesome day.